You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? It's cold outside. Yeah, it's officially winter. It's officially getting close to Christmas. It's getting freezing. It's a little bit weird. We're in Florida, bro. It's not supposed to be cold here. We're North Central Florida, bro. We're basically (laughs) South Georgia. (laughs) Pretty much. Florida, Georgia line, pretty much. All right, so, you know, we're not in the subtropic florida where you can get miami and all that good fun weather yeah i want i want to go down there actually not right now man i i heard they had a tornado go through fort mar today yeah that's the only that's the but see that's the other thing i don't really care for miami is almost you're almost guaranteed to get smacked with one of the hurricanes that too whether it goes into the gulf up the coast or right up over the middle you get the freaking hurricane first usually yep. so yeah that's why i'm not I want one mind visiting, but living, yeah. No. No. All right, man. So we got some basketball and a little bit of baseball talk. So you ready to dig into this? Let's do it. All right. Starting with the Eastern Conference records from the past week, the Nets went 3-1, and one, the Bulls 2-0, and oh, Cavs 3-0, and oh, Bucks 1-3, and three, Heat 2-2, two and two, 76ers 0-3, Wizards 1-3, Hornets 1-4, Celtics 2-2. Two and two. Raptors went two and one, Hawks one and two, Knicks one and three, Pacers one and two, Magic one and four, and the Pistons went one and three. In the Western Conference, the Suns went three and one, Warriors four and one, Jazz two and two, Grizzlies three and two, Nuggets two and one, Clippers 
one and three. Lakers two and two. Wolves four and zero. Oh. Excuse me. The Mavs went two and two. Blazers two and three. Kings two and three. Spurs three and two. Thunder two and two. Rockets two and three. And Pelicans went two and one this last week. In the standings now for each division. Out here on the Atlantic Division <clears throat> in the Eastern Conference, the Nets lead the division still at 21 and nine. And the 76ers are in second at 16 and 15 and five and a half back. The Celtics are 15 and 16 and six and a half back. The Raptors are 14 and 15, also six and a half back based on percentage points. And the Knicks are 13 and 17, eight and back in the conference. Or sorry, division. In the Eastern Conference Central Division, the Bulls are on top of that division as the Bucks have been struggling of late. Are 19 and 10. The Cavs jumped up to 19 and 12 in a game back. The Bucks are 19 and 13, a game and a half back. The Pacers are 13 and 18, seven back. And the Pistons are 5 and 22 and 14 games back. And down here in our division area, which is the Southeast Division, the Heat are 18 and 13, leading the division. The Wizards are 16 and 15, two games back. Hornets are 16 and 17, three games back. The Hawks are 14 and 15, also three games back based on percentage points. And the Magic are lousy 6 and 25. Yeah. We need to see about getting season tickets for them just. Just for the sole fact that they're probably cheap, bro. Right. All right, let's keep going. All right, in the Northwest Division on the Western Conference side, the Jazz lead that division at 21-9. The Nuggets are 15-14, and 5.5 back. The Wolves, or Timberwolves, are 15-15, and 15, and even 500 at six games back. The Blazers are 13-18, and 8.5 back, and the Thunder are 10-19, and 10.5 back. In the Pacific Division, the Suns and Warriors are virtually tied. But based off of a little bit on the percentage points, the Warriors do, I mean, the Suns do technically have a bit better record, plus the tiebreaker. So they're 24 and 5, and the Warriors are 25 and 6. Both the Clippers and Lakers are 16 and 15, and 9 games back. And the Kings are 13 and 19, 12 and a half back. In the Southwest Division, the Grizzlies lead that division at 19 and 13. The Mavs are 14 and 15, and 3 and a half back. The Spurs are 12 and 18, 6 back. The Rockets and Pelicans are both 10 and 21, eight and a half back. The Rockets, after that nice winning streak, kind of fallen back a little bit since then. At least, hey, at least they're, they're, they're trying, I guess. That's true. Needless to say, though, not looking good. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit of Major League Baseball. Let's do it. Major League Baseball and the Players Union recently <laughs> met last week to work on some minor economic issues for completing a new CBA. Both sides wanted to get a little traction and momentum going before, <clears throat> excuse me, the new year, as that's when they plan on coming together again and uh, to work on all the major issues. The minor details were with scheduling, grievance procedures, special events, and/or drug and domestic violence policies. The major items both sides are going to work on after the new year will be revenue sharing between all ball clubs, the arbitration process, and years in the league to free agency. It may be safe to assume that the players are tired of seeing teams hold back talent from reaching the big league until after a certain point in the league, in the league year to, so to give themselves another year of control of that player. But fans should be cautiously optimistic that this little meeting could potentially lead to a full season starting on time. Cooper, your thoughts on the Players Union and Major League Baseball coming together last week? Well, I think this is good for everybody who loves baseball. Yeah. 
I mean, we all want to see it start when it's supposed to. So absolutely. I mean, it. Ah, man, it, it just sucks when it comes to these meetings because mm-hmm. you'd never know. I mean, they could do what they did last time and just walk out. Right. I mean, we had that what seven minute meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just like, you know what? We're not getting anything done. Let's go. And you're like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute, y'all wasted your time, wasted your money. And y'all went and stayed at a hotel, and you you did a seven-minute meeting, and then... I mean, how are you not on a call just to find out whether or not you should even do the meeting? Yeah, that should have been like a a Skype call or or, or whatever whatever they call it nowadays. Yeah, Zoom, whatever, Microsoft Teams, whatever it would take for y'all to get together and kind of like, hey, you know, should we even bother? Because we're kind of far apart on every issue. Do we should even bother today? Yeah, yes or no, and then boom, either you show up or then you just go, you know what, we're done. Yep. Not bother getting everybody together well, for seven minutes. this is good news, so we'll it see is. what happens with it, and hopefully we'll get a fresh start at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, caution, be cautiously optimistic, um, sports fans of baseball, because it can yeah, go sideways quickly, can. and we can get a shortened season due to that sideways. Um, but... Steps in the right direction. Definitely. So, all right. A little extra bit of baseball news. The Buck is back. That's right. Buck Showalter has returned to the league as a manager, this time with the New York Mets. Showalter is now in his fifth gig as manager as he managed the Yankees, Rangers, Orioles, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. His most recent was eight-plus years as the manager of the Orioles. He has been named manager of the year for the American League for all three stops with those AL teams. And if you don't know who that is... Yankees, Rangers, and Orioles. His career record is 1,551 and 1,517 overall, so just above 500. It uh, was done in Baltimore as the organization decided to reboot the roster and start over from scratch. Showalter replaces Luis Rojas, who was fired after he helped uh, lead the team to the top of the NL East division for 103 days, but the team would fade late and finish 77 and 85, missing the playoffs yet again. New GM Billy Epler was hired last month, and he, along with the team of baseball team president of baseball operations, Sandy Alderson, Alderson sorry, signed four big-time free agents that totaled $254.5 million in free agency spending. Ace pitcher Max Scherzer was three years, $130 million. Center fielder Starling Marte for four years, $78 million. Outfielder Mark Canna. Uh, or two years, $26.5 million, and all-star infielder uh, Eduardo Escobar for two years and $20 million. The Mets have been big spenders the last two off-seasons, and adding Buck Showalter just shows that the team is, will want to win now, not a year or two down the road. This is good for, good for New York, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those of you that aren't Yankee fans, right? I mean, the, the Mets might actually do something. They could absolutely do something now that they got a manager who knows what he's doing. Um, he's come close, obviously, not getting all the way through where he needs to get to. Do he hasn't won a pennant yet for any of the stops he's been at? But at the same time, you finally at least have management that's trying to win. Yeah, that's the first time he hasn't had that since he was manager of the Yankees. As we all know, if you're the manager of the Yankees, your expectation pretty much is every single year, World Series or your season sucked. Don't matter if you won the division. It don't matter if you made it to the L- uh, LCS in the American League for that case. And then if you did, even if you made it to the World Series, if you don't come home champions 
of the World Series, it's a bust for the Yankees. So that's the last time he's actually had uh, uh, ownership and you know people that want we want to win. The Rangers, uh, I I, I kind of have a little bit of a soft spot for them. I don't know why. It's just weird that I do. Um, but they've never been that team that's really like, yeah, we got to push everything to the middle of the table. Let's go all in, try to win a World Series. They haven't really ever done that. The Orioles, God rest their souls, basically, uh-huh. is a, once a great organization. has not been that great organization in a very long time. And really started not really doing anything to get better pitching. They were missing good pitching to go along with that. Actually, a pretty dangerous lineup that they had. They were trying to outscore everybody. And in baseball, it's not really always about outscoring. It's about how many, how low you can keep the other team in runs. And then the Diamondbacks, unfortunately, he just... I, I can't remember exactly what him and the uh, Diamondbacks organization had problems with, but after he left, they ended up going on to beat the Yankees in the World Series. Um, so it was a little... That was a little weird, but... You know, I just... I'm looking forward to it, and he's not going to have a problem because he's been in New York before, so he can handle the media. And I just always had a soft spot for Buck, Holt, uh, Buck Showalter anyways because I never understood why the guy was such a long-time ESPN analyst for baseball and not getting his opportunities as a manager until he finally got one again with the Orioles. And then, of course, they decided, we're done, we're going to reboot, and they've been subpar as an organization ever since. <laughs> So, yeah. Then there's that, right? All right. All right, brother, you ready to move on to the NBA? Let's do it. All right, so from the diamond to the hardwood, here we go. The NBA and its players union have agreed to short-term changes to their roster requirements while dealing with COVID issues. As you haven't heard, may have heard, the COVID has been running rampant through basically the association and the um, NFL right now. So they've both had to make some quick changes, the NBA and player union. Uh, both agreed to allow teams to sign players to help replace a player that enters COVID protocol. Therefore, say if a team loses five players to COVID protocols, they can then sign five players to replace each player. Those players will be roster exemptions as well as not count against the team's salary caps or cause further luxury tax penalties, which is a good thing for the Nets because they're in a luxury uh, penalty right now anyways. Luxury tax penalty. The new agreement also requires teams to sign at least one player for two players lost to COVID, two players for three lost, three for four lost, and four for five or more being lost due due to COVID protocols. So what are they being signed is like the replacements type thing? Basically, yeah. And then once they come back, they're released? Well, basically, they're all going to be signed to 10-day contracts is what it's been looking like so far. Because that's basically the... At minimum, you have to be out usually, yeah. unless you are vaccinated and you can double. I think it's double negative. I will say this is kind of interesting because it really, really opens things up for players too. Because honestly, if somebody's out with COVID and say you've never made an NBA roster team before, you get a chance to go and show what you got. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is kind of interesting, to, to say the least. And mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll, we'll get some, some you know, players that end up getting signed to a larger deal if they do well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to give G League players who've been mostly in the G League for the longest time yeah. opportunities that they may not have ever gotten. 
I mean, it's really hard because a maximum roster for the NBA is 15. 15. And then of that 15, most teams will play 8 to maybe 10 of that 15 at any given night. And so it's really hard to even make the 15, let alone even be well good enough to make it into the rotation. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's where it kind of gets to the point where it's like, it's really hard for you to even get a chance to show off your skills, whereas maybe you've been doing really good in the G League, but somebody just doesn't think you're better than what they got on the roster. Well, now they might have to be desperate enough to bring you, and then you get a chance to show out, and if you do well enough, you can be like, that you're going to make management then question, maybe we should give this guy a little bit longer of an opportunity to see what we can do. So Definitely, especially if he has a hot night or something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You never know, man. Hopefully he doesn't um, burn out like Jeremy Lin because nothing against Jeremy Lin. I loved him, but his flame went out quickly after Lin's sanity in New York. Oh, yeah. I was very upset for him because I thought he was really good. He just never lived up to that again, which was unfortunate. All right, so news out of Los Angeles. Anthony Davis will be out for a while as he was injured in last Friday's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves is Jaden McDaniels crashing into Davis's left knee, and Davis thought he had a major injury because he heard something pop. He would have an MRI in Chicago on Saturday, which would be which would which showed I put should it should say showed my bad that he just suffered a sprain in his knee. Davis will be out of action for at least four weeks while rehabbing the knee before being reevaluated by team doctors. The Lakers would go on to lose to the Timberwolves and Bulls in subsequent nights. Uh, these the last two games and Davis and everyone they're missing because they're without Davis and everyone else they've been missing due to COVID protocols. It's uh, not good, man. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't see the Lakers making playoffs this year. I'm sorry, bro, but uh, with everything going on, it's been been quite shitty. Yeah, it's been absolutely insane to sit here and just watch this team go from. I know people are like, well, you won the championship in the bubble, so it doesn't really count. We were dominating most of that year. Yeah. Did we get lucky to have four months off so Davis could be healthy? Sure. But we still had to beat people in the bubble to win a championship. And we managed to do it. So, you know, y'all can piss off. We got a championship. Shut up. <laughs> it counts, whether you like it or not. Um, it's just really hard, though, to see how that team went from that to then what was a weird year last year and then now this year just looks like it's not going to work out mediocre at all. yeah completely at, at best it's going to be def- difficult but there's still more news out of Los Angeles with those Lakers uh, and other news is that the Russell uh, is that Russell Westbrook may be traded soon the experiment really hasn't worked out as the team has hoped his turnovers have been detrimental to the team and he's not really stepped up and the way everyone hoped when Anthony Davis and LeBron James have missed time. Excuse me. This move was also question was questionable to begin with. And his contract will be hard to move. But this could possibly be addition by subtraction for this team. Because they're basically not going to get really anything for him in return. Yeah, Comparatively man. what what they gave up. Yeah, this is where it sucks to be a Lakers fan. Because mm-hmm. you know what we gave up for him. Yeah. And we're not getting anything in return, so... Yeah, we're not going to get anywhere near that. I'm actually at the point now 
Um, I don't know if we can move Davis because of the injury. I'm almost ready to hit the nuclear bomb, nuclear threat bomb, and just wipe it out and let's start over. I think it's time for a reboot on the franchise itself. Yeah, man, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I'll I'd go to you know I just pretty much move as many people as I can, and then I just go to LeBron. And go, you can either stay here or we can move you, or we can try to move you wherever you'd like to go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of at that point. It's not gonna work. Or hey, LeBron, help us <clears throat> out. Let's put a team together. You recruit people to come. Yeah. It's gonna well. It's you know the problem is is we don't have ways to do that unless we get rid of a bunch of salary cap and we're not gonna be able to do that really. Yeah. This is gonna be taking up. It's taking <laughs> two thirds of our major problem is Anthony Davis's health and Russell Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I just I, that's why I didn't want him to do it. I was like, don't get Russ anybody but Russ, and they went in and did it. And I was just like, that was stupid. Could have had the shooter, Buddy healed out of Sacramento. You should have tried to get Bradley Bill. If you're getting somebody from Washington, for the love of God, just get Bill because at least he's a shooter, not turnover prone. Or maybe spend a little extra on whatever you could have done to try to get Damian Lillard out of Portland. It, otherwise, this was completely a waste. Yeah. And so it might be just time to reboot the roster and let's get it. Um, Redone because we have basically no first round draft picks for a while. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. LeBron is pretty much at the end of his career. It's basically, I hate to tell him, but he's basically done. Um, he's not hitting shots like he used to. He seems to have a hard time driving to the lane like he can't, like he used to. I mean, he sure he still shows glimpses, but it's different when it's Kobe. It was different when it was Kobe because Kobe was a life laker. You know, it's a little hard to get rid of that lifer. But yeah. LeBron just kind of came. And we took him. Yeah. We got a champion. Thank you. Championship out of LeBron. Thank you. But he can either stay or we can move on and we can be done with it. That's how I feel about it, honestly. Reboot. <laughs> Let's get some assets back. And... You're trying to Thanos the whole thing, aren't you? Yeah. Well, at that point, it's <laughs> time to reboot. Let's get this one done and over with. We gotta try to get some assets back, man. Our future. Well, why did I like think of Thanos the whole time too? Like, he just wants to Thanos this shit. They called me a madman. <laughs> <laughs> Snap! It's over. Anyways, all right. How about some happy news? Let's talk some happy stuff. Let's do it. Steph Curry is now the all-time three-point shooting champion. Curry officially broke Ray Allen's record in Madison Square Garden with Ray Allen and previous record holder. Reggie Miller in attendance. Reggie Miller was on the commentary table for TNT that night. When he broke the record, there was a stoppage of play as the New York Knicks allowed for Curry's recognition of breaking the record. He would uh, take photos with a Warriors jersey that had the new record on it, as well as photo ops with Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. He would also hug Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, too. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Steph Curry, our new three-point god. The Subway King. <laughs> and the Subway King. Uh, yeah, dude. I thought he was the Subway Goat. He's the Subway Goat. That's right. He's the Goat. A Subway, anyways. A Subway. Yes. Yeah. Dude, crazy, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's it's kind of crazy for him, too, because I know he grew up watching them guys. And, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And to be able to be in, you know, in that realm of players, hmm. you're like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure he's just like, uh, 
Oh yeah, because you know he had a. He, of course, he he wasn't there for Reggie's career. He so he grew up watching Reggie for sure. He had a little bit of career overlap with Ray Allen because he came in in 07 and Allen officially, I think, retired in 15, I think it was, 15 or 16. So he had that, you know, it was about close to 11, almost 11 years, mm. 10 to almost 10 years, where they had a little bit of an overlap with each other in, in their yeah. career. So um, so he got to compete with Allen and watch him from afar and, and also prior to coming into the league because Ray Allen's been one of the... Um, best shooters one of the sweetest shooters man i always loved ray allen shot i'm just like ray how do you do that and then of course here comes curry and he's just like i can do this too watch anything you can do i can do better and he does it a lot better than you it's crazy dude like it's been fun though yeah yeah man uh it's nice to see the warriors back on top i knew mm. they would be eventually and to, to see him dropping shots like he is, I'm like, Absolutely. yes, baby. And what I and I love most is the fact that he is such a knowledgeable student of the game that he knows how important that was. And he took the time to make sure he got with Reggie, he made sure he got with Ray, and he did all that. It's fantastic, and I just loved every second of it. And I'm happy for him. And it's just going to be weird to think that he's going to have over 3,000 career three-pointers before the end of the, before the end of his career. And he did it in almost half the time that Ray and Reggie did it. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Crazy. It's absolutely insane. And it's going to be fun to watch. And I don't even know. It might go further than 3,000, depending on how healthy um, Curry can stay because, you know, Ray, like I said, um, he did it in about, I think it was close to almost 800 games. And uh, Ray Allen played almost just 500 more. So you never know. It depends on how hot Curry can get one night. He can make that, he can probably push it up close to 4,000 three-pointers in a career. Anyways, next up, the late, uh, the Warriors did get some extra good news over the weekend. And speaking of uh, guys with sweet three-point shots, the yeah. team now has an official timetable set for the return of Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's right. Clay's coming back soon. As we all know, Thompson's been working on coming back from an Achilles tear he suffered before last season when he was trying to come back from a knee injury. The team is looking at either having him back on January 9th at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers or January 18th at home against the Pistons, which is the beginning of a home slate of games that goes pretty much through the end of the month. Indications are ver- are that it may very well be the January 18th date due to that long run of home games the Warriors will have before they have to hit the road again. And I think the ro- road slate is like a few games before they end up coming right back home anyway. So. And they're not far games. It's like, I think San Antonio is the furthest they go. It's like Sacramento. I think it's like Sacramento, San Antonio, and they're back home. Basically, this is awesome, bro. Uh, to get to see the Splash Brothers back in action mm-hmm. and Clay Thompson doing what he loves. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's a beast, man. When he got injured, he finished them free throws, and I was I was in awe, man. Right? So, uh, to see him come back from that, you know, mm-hmm. props to him, man. Absolutely. Um, I've always loved Clay Thompson. I was really hoping he would have chosen the Lakers in free agency. <laughs> I get it. You, yeah. Loyalty and all that for your team, but just, I, your pops played for the Lakers, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
but you know I understand yeah. not everybody can want to do that and uh, you know I don't blame him either he's playing for the team that's better run right now uh, has a better chance of winning another championship right now and also him and Curry that, that's just, they just have beautiful a bottom, dude it's just beautiful. That's total bro love. It's like love. peanut butter and jelly all it's, day, every it's day. It's bro love, dude. Absolutely. I mean, I'm telling you, that's just the ultimate bro love. All right? And what's great is neither one of them selfish. The other one has no problem passing the ball to the other so they can hit a three. It's it's beautiful. I just, yeah. every, I just want to watch it. I can't wait. January can't get here fast enough for that. It's going to be fun. It is. It's going to be great to watch. And when he comes back and he's healthy and he starts knocking down shots, y'all are freaking screwed. Because the only team in the West that I know that can handle them is the Suns. And that's even questionable at times because Paul has to guard Curry. And Paul's not the defender he used to be. Because, granted, he's 36. Yeah. And I I love Devin Booker, too. But you got to guard Klay Thompson. And if he's feeling himself, he's hard to stop. Oh, yeah. So, it's going to be fun. That's probably going to be your NBA champion, whoever comes out of the West. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love I love the Bucks and the Nets could be there, but I have a hard time seeing any. I think the Suns are hungry because they fell short last year. And the Warriors, it's just the Splash Brothers, man. I, I can't bet against the Splash Brothers. Yeah, it's hard. It's crazy, man. All right, so the last little bit of tidbit uh, news we got going on. The league's new hottest team, that's right, is the Cleveland Cavaliers. What? I know, right? The Cavs are winners of six straight games with huge wins over the Bulls, the Heat, and the Bucks in their run. So they haven't lost, uh, beaten a bunch of slouches. It's not like they beat the Magic like three times or something like that. Or Pistons. Anyways, uh... Their Sunday game in Atlanta, though, had to be postponed due to the Hawks having too many players in COVID protocol. The win streak has put the Cavaliers into second place in their division and third in the conference standings overall. The team is starting to finally look like a competent team that doesn't need LeBron James to carry them. Yeah, and about that time is when LeBron's going to be like, Hey, how y'all doing? (laughs) And then he'll obliterate the team because he'll not like somebody. Right. Hey, man, if he wants to go back home, I'm going to be more than happy to facilitate that trade to get some players back. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> go home. I'll be happy we to want Sexton. Uh, there's quite a few guys I wouldn't mind having because at least they're playing like a freaking team. Just saying. Can we send him and Westbrook? You give us some love, man. We want some love. Right. I'll take dude love back, Kevin Love. I'll take the dude yes. back. Can we, can we send LeBron, Westbrook, and we get Love, Sexton, and some draft picks back? I'll be uh, Yeah, right. Give me that all day, every day. Let's maybe even throw in Anthony Davis just because. <laughs> you can go to. Get out. <laughs> get out, you unhealthy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate saying that. I love Anthony Davis, man, but dude can't stay healthy. He's killing me. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I used to just feel bad. I'm like, oh, poor Anthony Davis can't get, has to do so much. Because I used to think he got injured because he was trying to do so much for a lousy Pelicans team. That might have been true. It might have been his downfall, to be honest. 
But now he doesn't need to even do that much for the Lakers, and he's still getting injured. Yeah. Just like, bro. Maybe he needs to shave the brow. Maybe the brow is the problem. Is it getting in his eyesight? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Just trying to try <laughs> something new. Maybe it's the brow. Maybe the brow's a curse, bro. <laughs> something, man. Something's uh, up. I'm just saying, try something. Anything. Do anything. How about some leg presses, man? You want you want me you want me to show you how to do a leg press again? You know, I can like used to leg press a thousand pounds. Probably can't do anymore, but I probably do more than him. Because <laughs> at least I got I got tree trunks right here, baby. That you do. <laughs> and he ain't lying. I've seen him leg press that much. So yeah, yeah, it was quite crazy. I went over a thousand and about died because I was stuck with you. <laughs> Not that it was your fault. It's just your condition couldn't really help me that much. Well, I did my best, and we did get yep. it back. So. Just enough. I'm like, just got to get it up enough to call. Oh, like, look at my Put my legs on. I can breathe. <laughs> I found my limit. It's a thousand. <laughs> Not twelve. Don't do twelve. Mm. <laughs> no. I probably don't even want to try a thousand. But anyways, well, enough about me. But, uh... Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Cavs hopefully can kind of keep this momentum to at least look continuously to look competent and hopefully make and the playoffs. And hopefully they won't turn into the Cleveland Steamers. Yeah. <laughs> at least they don't have a name that's not really that racist, but they think is racist and come up with a te- new team name called the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Though I do feel bad for them because they did lose their minor league catcher. Uh, who passed away suddenly? Yes, over the weekend, which sucks. He At only, twenty, he's only twenty, right? Yeah, twenty years old. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, unfortunate, very unfortunate. All right, so that will do it for us. We'll be back again tomorrow because we got football talk. The football week is finally over after tonight. Holy crap! It feels like it's been all week. Well, it pretty much has. Yeah, yeah basically, you know, Thursday to Tuesdays. Basically a week. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, it's a work week, right? And just yeah. Well, actually, it's a little longer, isn't it? It's long. like six days. So <sighs> I'm glad my work week's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daddy DeSantis. Oh wait, that's right. It's Governor DeSantis. My bad. The ladies call him Daddy, though. All right, dude. <laughs> On that note. On that note. So we'll be back tomorrow with football talk. Uh, we'll be back with AEW Talk on Thursday, and then Sunday we'll have the preview for WWE Day 1, because we're going to let you all, and we are going to also, enjoy our Christmases. Yes. And if you're not just celebrating Christmas, or you're celebrating Hanukkah, Shalom and Happy Hanukkah, if you're not celebrating because of whatever reasons or religious beliefs or whatever, whatever you're celebrating or not celebrating... We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, a wonderful weekend, and we hope you have a happy new year. Yes. Because everybody should at least have a happy new year. We're trying. Yeah, yes. we can all celebrate that together, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> new Year's isn't a religious holiday. It's a, Everybody just needs to have a good year. Everybody just partying. Because it's a good been time. a terrible past two years. So Yes. 2022, we're looking at you. You fuck up, we're going to be pissed. Just saying. Okay.
Just saying. All right. So that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.